This episode was edited by Deadset Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing. You're listening to Deadset Podcasting with your host, Josh Liston. This is a show dedicated to podcasting in Australia, New Zealand and Southeast Asia. Follow along with today's episode over at deadsetpodcasting.com. Okay, here we go. It's funny, I wanted to talk to you about something, and this has just mm-hmm. come to mind through our conversation, but it's almost like Heather's a confessional for me, so I apologise for that, Heather, but <laughs> I've, okay. have you ever felt like, with all of the talk, and it's probably why I'm like pushing back so hard against big industry groups and radio-based groups and all that sort of stuff in my own mind, do you ever feel like the space, I'm going to... I'm going to keep using that word today, but I promise I'll change that for the people listening because I don't like it. I think it sounds silly, but do you ever find that or feel like the space has passed you by a little bit? Like it's gone from being this thing where you were in the mix and it was an independent kind of venture and the shows that I used to look up to were comedy shows and the early This American Life were the big shows and there was a few of those and the ABC shows in Australia at least have always been great. But the next level was where the action was to me. Tom Merritt's Cord Killers and Back to Work with Dan Benjamin and Merlin Mann and shows like that were the ones that I idolised and I loved. And it feels like those shows are so... They're just stuck in this middle band of shows now and there's all these giant shows above them (laughs) and that's what Mm -hmm. the industry is completely focused on. Do you ever feel like you've kind of... Missed, I don't like the expression miss the boat, but do you ever feel like that? Like you're like, oh, this is just too big for me now. There's no place for a little show like mine that looks up to shows that are also little. <laughs> I will admit that I have had that, but I think that is just imposter syndrome. And while the pond seems huge and you're one podcast amongst all of those, like I love the fact that my favourite podcasts are ones that are homemade and you see the real journey that they go on to get there, how hard it is. And then I don't feel left out. I don't feel like I've missed the boat. There are honestly, those some opportunities I missed and could have capitalized on, if you want to look at it that way, when I got featured by Podbean and stuff like that. But like, I still didn't have the, I couldn't make the most of them. And I let myself have a little bit of a, I've let myself off and I'm not berating myself for not publishing an episode for the last 12 months or that I'm not missing the boat because I'm still, I'm not tying it to my worth or my value or anything like that. And I think that's an important place to get to because otherwise, yes, you can probably sink (laughs) rather than swim. (laughs) Yeah, that's to continue the analogy perfectly. So yeah, I guess just to finish up the, what I really, I guess, wears me down sometimes and it sounds silly. There's two things. One, when people say numbers don't matter, that might be true, but if you're working harder than ever and everything about your show you feel is stronger and better than what it was, but the numbers, the specific numbers don't matter, but if you're seeing a little bit of a negative trend in general for a show that you think or a group of shows you think are better than ever, how would you suggest as a relatively positive person, Heather, someone deal with that? Because I've seen that in some of my own shows over the last couple of years, that I think they're better than they've ever been. And the feedback I do get from people is that, wow, this is really cool. You're doing awesome stuff. But the overall numbers just seem like 
they haven't dropped off completely by any means, so I wouldn't be doing it at all. But <laughs> yeah. they're just kind of on a negative trend because over the course of my first five or six years of podcasting, as I was getting better, my numbers were never huge, but they were always tr- trending up yeah, gently. And now they've maybe moved like maybe in the opposite direction, a tiny little bit across some of the shows that I've done. Like what would you say to That's- me? I, I need your, your counselling right now. Okay. Well, that is a challenge and it hurts and it feels not good when things aren't positive, right? That's a fully valid thing. Do you have podcast goals? What is it like way back in the day, a million years ago, no, four years ago, I had podcast goals that I set for my podcast and someone just recently asked me, what are podcast goals? (laughs) And I was like, well, you have to have an idea of what you want to achieve. And if it is that you want to grow it, then you need to try all the different ways of trying to grow it. And if one's not working, you kind of need to put that on the wayside and try something else. And that journey sucks. Like it, it sucks when you're trying so hard and you're putting so much into it and the numbers don't necessarily reflect that. But maybe it's getting a bit of perspective and maybe talking to someone else like we are today and then thinking, hmm, you know, I maybe not have tried this specific thing or maybe I need to branch out and and make more connections somewhere to be able to reach new people or maybe I need to find a way of getting a feedback loop to find out if there's anything I need to change with the content itself or anything like that. But my whole premise about everything that I do is making connections because that is the one way that you're going to get growth is by making connections. Networking is weird. It feels like a weird term. So that's why I look at connections because I think they should be valuable for you and the other person or whatever you're trying to connect with. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, there's a whole host of information and trying to narrow that down to what's going to help you help you is difficult. But look at why you're really passionate about it and hold on to that because you need that to sort of really drive through the challenges of seeing the numbers, not meeting your expectations or whatever other markers or metrics that you're measuring. But if you're measuring, that's amazing because then you've got something to go off on and to improve on and to see that when you have made progress and celebrate that, like absolutely celebrate that. Better Podcasting had an episode on what a success to you. And I think that's a really good one to go listen to again, to really check in what are you defining success as? Because that's what holds us back sometimes when we think that there isn't, we're not successful or we're not meeting whatever I don't want to say arbitrary, but whatever um, things, goals or checkpoints we've set for ourselves. And and seriously, celebrate even the smallest thing because that is positive momentum that will help you another day. Carry on. Yeah, that's good. And it's funny you said that about the small things because the co-host of one of my shows and we get really great feedback from people about the quality of the show. And... It maybe hasn't grown quite as much recently as what I was – it had been for a very long time. But we've actually started – every time we get a nice comment on something or a message, one of us will screenshot it and send it to the other person. And it's almost become like yes. a race to see who can <laughs> send the comment or the message to the per- other person the quickest. And, I love that. And that stuff is – that's getting us through a couple of episodes that we really thought would have a big – I mean, the show is purely local. It's called Punching Sideways. It's about our little area of the world, a town called Wagga Wagga, which means I think the town of too many, too many crows or many crows or something <laughs> in the Aboriginal <laughs> language and yeah. Wodonga, and then some of the surrounding towns. So it might be 300,000 people and plus people that live in Melbourne and Sydney that used to live here and Brisbane. Yeah. So you might get a sprinkling of people from the capital cities. So you might have in total... 
350,000 people that could potentially care about this show in the entire mm-hmm. world. The whole world will never care about this show and it can't because it's about a little part of the world. So I've had to reset my expectations. And I think that Better Podcasting episode actually did help me do that. Yeah. Because I was just thinking in my mind, the average podcast gets X or the median is this. All of my shows have always been around that amount or a little bit more, on occasion a little bit less, and sometimes a lot more for an episode here and there. For this show, it's got to be refactored. Do you know what, though? Like... My podcast probably has more downloads than people realise because I don't never I don't ever share the numbers and that's not because that's not an important metric to me. And I'm sure I watch it, but it's not whatever. So any one person that listens is huge. You've caught someone's attention to check it out and listen. And I know that it seems probably trite, but seriously, one person is amazing. Yeah. And beyond that, you just have to sort of stop and take a breath and go, There are fifty people listening. Oh my gosh, amazing. Because each of those are, it might be the same person 50 times, I don't know. But they're that passionate about it, that's amazing. You know, like, bring back the celebrations and share those messages when you get them, the feedback between each other, that's amazing. And I'm glad that you have that support there, because that's huge. Sharing something with someone else makes it so much better, and it's a little bit harder for people who run a solo show. And so I hope that they can find someone out there um, somewhere to be that (laughs) chairperson with them. Exactly. And I know... I'll I'll finish up on this, Heather, and then we'll find out all your socials and everything, if that's all right. Yeah. I was looking through a resume the other day that I must have created mid-2019, and it was for a podcasting job in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And the end of it was my three best reviews from Apple Podcasts that I'd ever received for On The Bubble Podcast, which was probably the most production-heavy show I've ever done. Yeah. And I read those. I'm like, oh, I forgot these even existed. And these are from people that I trust. Like one of them is a a guy named Adam who makes probably the best NBA basketball podcast I've ever heard. So it was, they meant (laughs) a lot to me. And that just reading those, I copied them and emailed them to myself. And now they're in my little, a praise folder is the wrong word because they weren't giving me praise. (laughs) It wasn't, they were just basically sharing their thoughts on the show and it happened to be positive, but. I've started yeah. collecting those into a folder in my email because I'm in there every single day. And sometimes when you're getting rejected for guest interview requests or people are telling you your show is not big enough to get X person on yet or whatever, it's good to be able to just change folders. Absolutely. Which I've already done this week because I got rejected for a couple of interviews for punching sideways. <laughs> Basically, um, your show's not big enough quite yet to get that person. So, But you asked and that's a huge thing too. Like, don't ever let, not anyone should they let that idea of you being small, and I've got air quotes happening, (laughs) um, stop you from asking, because you won't know until you ask, and if you ask and it's not the right time, perhaps maybe it will be later, or you might find someone else to talk to. Correct, but it's made that moment so much easier, because I'm like, okay, well, there's a negative thing, I could dwell on that, or I could just flip over to this other folder where I've got these reviews copied in there now, and they're really good reviews. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's it could be that simple for people listening that, particularly if you're a solo host, because on the bubble, even though I have bringing other voices, it's a solo show, really. Mm-hmm. I don't have anyone like I do with Punching Sideways to bounce things off. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it took was just a little folder. And maybe nice. if you're not an email person, maybe you print out a nice comment or a picture or something of someone sent you something nice, take a photo of it and send it to your own, you know. Facebook page or something. 
Yeah, I love that. I think that's amazing. Excellent. <laughs> so can you just tell us your socials, Heather? And I don't know whether we really touched on what we're going to this morning. I think we're just tangential <laughs> by nature, which is cool. <laughs> I love that stuff. So That was really good to catch up with you. And my socials are at SunPowerPod on Twitter and Instagram or just Heathers.com, which is the new one. And the socials for that are a bit more difficult because Just Heather's wasn't available. So it's, I am Just Heather, I think, on Instagram and a variation of that for Twitter. Okay. So I am Just Heather on Instagram, yeah. which is the one that I've been yeah. following, which is great. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, mate. Well, thanks so much. And thanks for making Thank the you. time. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Hey, guys. Just quickly. If you wanted to save 30% on your first editing job, whether that's a package of five episodes or a single episode, email free30 in the subject line to hello at deadsetpodcasting.com. Let me know what you want edited and we can go from there. So save 30%. Use the subject line free30 and email hello at deadsetpodcasting and thank you for being absolutely amazing and listening to this episode. <laughs>